More of us are feeling burnt out. That's one of the findings in the 11th annual trend report from Ford. Welcome back to Textonation. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us from Ford is Global Futuring Manager, Jen Brace. Hi, Jen. Hi, Fred. Thanks for having me. Well, great to see you. And let's start out with a bit of background here about the annual trend report. And uh, I guess people might wonder, hey, why is Ford doing this? Yeah, so we've been doing the trend report for 12 years. And it's really, it's it's our ability to kind of get a, a feel for the pulse of what's happening around the world in terms of consumer sentiment. So every year we send out a survey. Um, we send it this year to 16 countries. Um, we have over 16,000 respondents um, to the survey. And it's really our ability to, to ask people questions about how they're feeling about what's going on and understanding the consumer sentiment, which of course feeds back into the business and how we might uh, be best prepared to help meet the needs. Terrific. So for this year, mm -hmm. big headline, I suppose, 58% of adults surveyed said they're feeling burnt out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I guess in some, some instances, you might think maybe not a surprise. We're on our third year of COVID. We're all feeling the the extra stress that's come with it. And we're, we're feeling a little bit burnt out. It came through loud and clear in the data that we got this year. Uh, we, we really saw that people were kind of um, having a lot of, there was like fear and burnt, feeling burnt out, feeling a bit overwhelmed, if you will. All of those were coming to the, to the forefront. Top fears were global instability, national instability, and personal finances. So really hitting us on all fronts at the global level, at the national level, and then even in our homes. Um, but all is not lost, as, uh, as we did also find that people were really looking inward to find the silver linings, to celebrate the mundane or the everyday wins, and to find kind of some, some inner peace, um, looking, looking more to themselves for that. You said that consumers are looking for ways to face their fears, too. Um, and I guess a lot of this might be related to the economic conditions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So not a surprise. A lot of people were calling out the fact that um, the economics feel like they're getting worse. Um, they're concerned about it. They're concerned about taking on new um, new financial obligations, basically, because they're saying, you know, household um, situation over the past 12 months has has gotten worse, or, or maybe, you know, only 30% of people were saying that it's gotten better. Um, the rest of them were either saying that it's about the same or it's even gotten worse. And then um, kind of the the fallout of that and the way that we see people reacting to that is that they're they're taking it on themselves to, to kind of 64% were saying that they're hesitant to take on new financial obligations. So looking inward and saying, okay, if this is happening, then I'm going to make some changes in my life to make sure that I'm set up for, for success moving forward. So they're looking for ways to, to find, to confront the fears, I guess, and, and, and deal with them. You got it. You got it. Exactly. People are looking for ways that they can control the situation um, in terms of facing their fears. Absolutely. Now, looking at these other areas, and you kind of hinted at some, you find that consumers are increasingly using uh, buying power to support social and environmental issues that they believe in. Tell us a bit about that. And that, is this uh, a generational thing to some extent? Uh, yeah, absolutely. People are uh, always kind of looking to support the companies that support their um 
the things that they believe in, right? So it's not uncommon um, that we're seeing that continuing to rise where people are saying, hey, I only want to support the companies and um, that that kind of support my beliefs, that support the, the social things that I agree with, that support the environmental perspectives that I have. So uh, from a, a company perspective, that, that puts some pressure, that puts some pressure on them because people are really looking to, to, to kind of vote with their money, if you will, and, and they're making sure that the choices that they're making are are supporting kind of their own personal beliefs. Uh, we do see it coming on even stronger with our youngest generations, uh, as we have our, our Gen Z is starting to, our Gen Z is our 25 and younger, and they are certainly um, making their, uh, kind of their preferences known by supporting the brands that best uh, represent what they feel is important. Interesting. And with that generation as well, I guess, especially with that generation, I think you found that the life priorities have changed in, in to, a, to a pretty big extent uh, away from accumulating wealth in many instances. Yeah, actually, one of the questions we asked was about, um, you know, whether or not people agreed with the statement, I don't need to work a traditional nine to five job to be successful. Um, and what was interesting is we saw that uh, 71% globally agreed with that. And it was it was actually pretty consistent across generations. I would even say in this one, our boomers were a bit um, more likely to say that than our Gen Z. Our boomers were at a 75% with Gen Z at 67% agreeing with that. Um, the other thing uh, that was similar in this sentiment was that um, they said, we asked a question, I don't. I just want to earn enough money to enjoy the things that I like. It's not a goal of mine to be particularly wealthy. Um, so kind of re, um, reinventing what success means or taking another look, put it into, into a new perspective. And there we had 73% of adults agreeing with it uh, globally. But here, boomers were actually more likely to say that than our Gen Z with boomers at an 81% and Gen Z at 65% in agreement. So they're looking to feel comfortable and and be happy and and be able to, I guess, have a lifestyle that's I guess a little more serene, perhaps. You're right, exactly. Kind of, um, kind of accepting this idea of of not necessarily wanting to kill yourself for the job or that you know having to meet this expectation of wealth and that is the only way to be successful. It's kind of. Um, yeah, redefining that and and looking for kind of the the balance in life, if you will, um, and it connects nicely too. The other the other thing that we see coming through is um, this focus on mental health, and uh, and it it connects so nicely, right, to people feeling overwhelmed, people feeling like they're that they're stressed with life in general um, and saying that their mental health is important. And this is one where we do see our younger generation being much more. Um, kind of open and, and wanting to kind of address that and find ways of increasing their mental health. Um, so in terms of mental health being a stress point, our Gen Z was at a 78% saying that mental health is stressful um, for them. And it's one of the things that, that causes stress. Um, whereas our baby boomers were at a 54%. So um, much more likely within our youngest generation to feel the stress from a mental health perspective. Um, and the follow-up to that is, of course, that they're trying new new uh, practices to help cope with those fears and to help cope with that stress. With um, two-thirds of Gen Z saying that they're trying different um, different ways of coping with mental stress. 
Like like what? Uh, did they specify? Or? So we didn't we didn't get to uh, the exact specification, but I can uh, source some some case studies that we see things that we see happening around, especially if you think of our of our younger generations, our younger athletes. Uh, in the last couple of years, we've seen both Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka. Um, kind of step out of competition because of mental stress and because them feeling like they're not in the right mental space. And I feel like that's um, that's a signal. That's something that we're seeing happening in the real world. We're seeing them talk about it. We're seeing them be comfortable enough to step up in front of, you know, the lights and the cameras and having all of these expectations put on top of them and them saying, yeah, no, I'm not in the right mental space. This isn't the right thing for me right now. Um, and I think that's a big shift. I, I don't think that we've seen a lot of that, um, you know, in the past. If you look 10 years back, we didn't see a lot of that. Um, and so it's, it is changing the conversation and I think also kind of opening the door for that conversation and that, um, that ability to talk about mental health more openly. And when the prominent people like that, athletes do that, it, it kind of opens the door and makes it okay for everyone else to say, hey, me too. Exactly, exactly. Interesting. But a lot of people still want a nice car. Of course, Ford is asking about this. Tell me about it. Yeah, of course. We are always looking for kind of those. I'll go back to our silver linings, if you will, and finding joy and finding these areas that are joyful. Um, and we were thrilled to see that 86% of the global population said that they found joy in their car. Um, so the car kind of serving as this this place that they can escape. Um, and then we guess we, we kind of also asked what, um, when it comes to your car, where are you finding that joy and where is it coming from? Uh, the very top of the list was driving, uh, which is, which is great since we always support that. But the next, very next one down was listening to music. So 51% of people said that listening to music is where they find joy in their car. We also found that, um, a lot of people just enjoyed being alone. So, um, one in four said, they just want some time alone. I just need a break. Uh, so the car becoming a bit of an escape pod, hopefully, uh, maybe a Zen space for them to kind of, uh, just tune out maybe some of the stressors outside of the vehicle. I think I've already seen some advertising for a while, uh, tapping yeah. into that. You got it right. You got it right. Uh, there was a great ad. Uh, usually, I feel like it was around Christmas time where, you know, a woman uh, was getting in her, her, the family and all the chaos of the holidays was happening in the house. And she just went and sat down in her car, just laid back in the seat, got nice and comfortable, certainly creating that, uh, that escape pod. Very interesting. So for more info, uh, Jen, where can people go? You can go to FordTrends.com where you'll be able to find all kinds of additional questions and, and data that we got from this survey. Terrific. Jen Brace, thanks for spending time with us. Thank you.